So before we start this, we're going to be talking about murder, maybe some gory things. Um, Sexual content. like yes. Some heavy viewer discretion that is advised. Blast off. Nothing good. Action. All right, everyone. On today's segment, I'm just kidding. On tonight's podcast, we're going to talk about the real poltergeist story behind the 80s movie. So obviously, you know who's talking today. Hi, how are you? It's me. Um, <laughs> so it's a me, a Mario. I found some interesting facts about this movie, and I don't know if any of you knew this, but I didn't know this, so I'm here to share. I still don't know it. No, it's fucked up. All right, here we go. So the story takes place in Long Island, of course. Um, In 1958, a man by the name of James Herman got a call from his wife. The call was about an uninvited poltergeist. So the movie, obviously, The Poltergeist, which you all have maybe watched before, was solely based on the younger daughter, uh, Carol Ann, in the 80s film. Um, So basically, the movie talks about the Herman family and the episodes that happened, which... I will be going back and forth about the Hermans related to the movie. So, who remembers in the film the clown doll, the misty hands and figures coming out of the walls and television, the skeletons in the pool, which, by the way, I bet some of you didn't know were real. Just an FYI. They used real human remains in the pool scene. That's kind of weird. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, it gets better. Um, So the cast and crew stated that when they were filming, they felt cursed. What they meant by that was bad things started to happen to them. Heather O'Rourke, who played the younger daughter, Carol Ann, died from cardiac arrest at 11 years old. Dominique Dunn, who played Dana, was murdered by her ex-boyfriend, John Sweeney, the same year the movie was released. Julian Beck the evil preacher in Poltergeist 2 in 1985, he took his own life after being diagnosed with stomach cancer. So hold on, pause. So everyone you're naming right now is people from the movie... That died. That died. Got it. Proceed. And it was like a year after the movie was like... That everyone started dying. Correct. Mm -hmm. Got it. Will Sampson's played Taylor, the native shaman who passed away during surgery in 1987. I don't know what type of surgery he had, but he died from surgery. Isn't that crazy? Let's talk about it. An 80s movie, and all these people died, like, years after. So what do you all think? You think movies that were based on true events can shed a curse among the the case, uh, the cast and crew? So do you think, like, perfect example, movies like The Nun, Annabelle, The Conjuring movies, Amityville Horror can in some way, shape, or form cause a curse. Well, I saw Andrew Barrymore on a little talk show that she did with um, one of the actresses who played in Annabelle. I can't remember her name. She was also in The Kissing Booth. What's her name? What's that actress's name? She's in the... If any of you know or seen The Kissing Booth on Netflix... Okay. A I Netflix think I movie. Know who you're talking about. She is one of the daughters in the Conjuring movies, 
she said that she had this rare blood disease that she had to go for transfusions during the movie that when she left and she was done with the movie, she no longer had this disease. So she was doing this movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The poltergeist. Well, no. She, it was not the poltergeist. It was the conjuring. Conjuring. My bad. That's Sorry. Right. That's right. Doing this movie. Yeah. Had a disease. During, now, like, during filming. During filming. Now, mm-hmm. when it stopped filming, she didn't have it? Or when she, like, went away from, like, the premises, she didn't have it? When they stopped filming the movie completely and the movie was over. Interesting. Just like how in the Annabelle movie, obviously it's not the real Annabelle doll. I watched a YouTube video of the Annabelle, Annabelle comes home, I think, where the daughter, the young daughter is involved with the Warrens and they have the babysitters come over and they release everything. The whole nine. So if none of you have seen that movie, go watch it. It's on Netflix, I think. Annabelle and all those other fun things are on there. So um, according to the cast members, the three girls were talking that obviously were more involved with the doll during that scene when they were babysitting. Um, They stated that the doll on set would move in different places from where it was the night before. So in my head, I'm like, can things really be cursed? But if you kind of think about it, you know, in Hollywood, you have to make things seem realistic. Mm-hmm. So when you really pray and make it real and all that stuff, I feel like maybe it can curse the scene. It can mm-hmm. cause, I don't know. I don't know if it will curse the human itself or, I mean, I gave you two different examples. Like a cursed item moved. A person ended up getting cursed by a film. I think it depends on, like, how you look at it and, like, how you, like, what you believe almost. Yeah. And that's going to kind of decide, yeah, like, what you think actually happened. Fucking crazy. I honestly think it's nuts. It's still, to me, like, I had a, like, I feel like, yeah, sure, I believe it. I kind of believe it. So the real story about the family that was tormented by the poltergeist. So now I'm going back to the Hermans. Okay. So on February 3rd, 1958, James Herman and his family, wife Lucille and son James, you know, Jr., lived in Long Island. One day, James got a call from his wife that her and his, that. I'm sorry. That, uh uh-huh, uh-huh. Long Island? Long Island, Jennifer. No fucking way. Long Island, 1958. Said it in the beginning. The story takes place in Long Island, New York. Best believe it here, guys. Never would have thought I would have found another Long Island story, but it happened here on February 3rd, 1958. Guess what, guys? We are a month away from the (laughs) anniversary of when the story. Yeah, there we go. So... The husband gets a call from his wife that his son James heard these popping noises at their home. So James got home and him and his family explored their house and found uncapped bottles in different rooms. And one was found from their bottle of holy water. So picture like a water bottle cap. This is what I'm thinking, like a water bottle cap, beer cap, whatever on the floor. Okay. How it happened. Stay tuned. 
Moreover, the father became a skeptic and advised his family not to mention anything. Mr. Herman stated that it must have been a bunch of teens who broke and left (laughs) the bottle caps on the floor. Let me tell you something. If somebody broke into your house, you would know. You would know. I guess, but in the 1950s, think about it. 1950s. You don't have to worry about people breaking into your house. Exactly. The man was the breadwinner. The woman stayed at home and made, like, bread. I don't know. Cookies. She made bread. She made bread, cookies. Who knows? Made a fucking dinner. She's home. Where is she going? There's one car. I'm thinking it's a one-car family. Probably. Jimmy had school. You know, better walk to go to the store. You know, (laughs) let me tell you. All right. Anyway, what seemed to have happened was five days later, the popping bottles happened again. Their son witnessed the bottles and one being moved in the bathroom. He saw movement in the mirror and got so scared he called 911. When the cops arrived, the bottles kept popping, which led to a full investigation when all else failed on February 17, 1958. The priest approved. Dr. Rhine, who was the director of Duke University Parapsychology Lab in the 1950s. Dr. Rhine approached the Herman family with a new ang- uh, angle with all the chaos of different energies, was creating a poltergeist. All in all, from February 3rd to March 10th of 1958, there was an unusual activity in the end that led the family away. So the family ended up moving, obviously, from their home with the poltergeist living there. The priest come to find out talks about energies and he also stated that this energy could have been stemming from James because he was almost a teen boy and I guess teen boys just like I guess female your hormones and all this stuff created a poltergeist I don't know what you believe but Dr. Ryan is I guess this lovely man but that was like my short story of the poltergeist and I know it wasn't exciting but I thought it was exciting. I still don't really know how what to take of it, like, what I should believe of it. You too. Like, I'm like, literally, like, if you could see my face right now, like, I am, like, well, that's confused I'm... as could be. Yeah. So, supposedly the Hermans got told by a pre... Well, got told by Dr. Ryan that their son was creating an energy to make this poltergeist appear. Um, the family obviously fled their home, never looked back. Um, in the movie, The Bones, just an FYI, I don't remember if it was the daughter or the mom got sucked into that pool. She didn't know that the bones were real. That's nice. No. Mm -hmm. Now I'm asking you. It's usually something you would, you know. Who's digging up human remains? It don't have to be dug up if people donated their bodies to science. That's fucking All nuts. they gotta do is say, hey, we're going to a lab, like, we need stuff for our crime scene, like, we'll give it back, or... And that's why I also believe the movie could have been cursed. 
You're using but then, dead like, people's bodies. But then, like, are they really, like, real bones, like... Yeah, the directors wanted real bones. They literally said it. They wanted it to look real. They didn't want the plastic shit. Okay, so what if they made the plastic look real? Or they did something else that Jen, you're talking about an 80s film. What in the 80s do they not... Like, they didn't have that stuff. We had, what? In the 80s, we had, what? The Blob? No. What do we have? What's his name? Ghostbuster. What's his name? Right? He's the blob. He's the He's not the blob. What but is I he? get what you're saying. They didn't have good they didn't have good stuff back then. Not good technology. Have you ever seen an 80s film? Have you guys ever seen Michael Myers? Was that fucking shot in 1978? <laughs> like they literally are like, "Hey guys, Michael, we're going to put you right here in this closet and we're going to show just like a little shadow of you where Jamie Lee is like right here and you see Michael's spotch like right in the closet, but like we don't know he's in the closet and then he disappears." And all he does is move. They li- the camera guy is like, "Okay, you stand there and you think he's running, but he's like they literally just have him in shots like you're here." Now you're here. Yeah. And he walks. walks. And people still trip over their fucking foch and their feet and their 1978 film. Halloween. Someone else give me another fucking movie from the 80s. Jaws. Oh, God. I don't like Jaws. Fucking fake fish that made me not want to go in my goddamn pool. Fish. What is it? Like, I'm now I gotta look up these movies. I'm gonna, we're gonna go off right now. We're gonna go off right now with the non technology of these 80s films, 80s horror. Do you guys like the new Hollywood movies today? Do you like the new? No. Um, it depends on the movie. Like, I'll say, like, all right, like, that was a bad, like, that was a pretty good movie. But then you have the ones that I'm like, yeah, no. The fucking car movie, Christine. Let's talk about it. What movie? Christine. The fucking car movie. The no, haunted car. I'm going to tell you something right now. I'm going to be completely honest You've never you. heard of that movie? Never even seen it, heard it, Jennifer. nothing. Cujo? I've heard of Cujo. <laughs> oh, Hellraiser? Pinhead? Oh, Pinhead. Never. Oh, Freddy Krueger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Freddy Krueger. He was never one of, like, my favorite movies. Neither oh, was Jason. Jason. I never liked those either. <coughs> I was just never a fan of them. Honestly, though, it's the killers for me that, like, walk. I like Freddy better than Jason. Yeah? If I had to, like, you know. If you had to pick one. <coughs> yeah. What's this? Gremlins. Never seen it. You've never seen the gremlins? No. You've never seen these little bitches? I've seen them. I've never seen the movie. Jennifer, they're coming out with a new movie. Oh, no, I bet you none of you heard of that. They're coming out with a new movie. Interesting. We gotta watch. I will watch that 80s movie with you. Okay. Yeah, I honestly think movie sets that are based on true events can be... They have to be. They have to make it more interesting. Yeah. Look at when we talked about Dahmer. You know he was fucked up mentally after that movie? Of course he was. He literally had to make himself like that person. Yeah, I know. Just like, what's his name? The new It movies? Yeah. He literally fucked himself up also from those movies. So did, um... What's his name? Marquine Phoenix from Joker. Mm Mm-hmm. A lot of them... 
Like, lost it. Yeah. Like, you go through a hysteria. Yeah. Because you're literally morphing yourself into a character that obviously isn't you and not you your feel, Look at, like, Zac Efron and Ted Bundy oh. when he played him. Let me tell you, like, what a great depression you must go through after these movies. I always say... I want to know if these people that are these people in, like, the shows, like, the one who played Dahmer, the one who played, you know, Ted Bundy. Like, do you know about these people and what they did before you... Sign on? Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, do you just sign on and you start reading and you're like, wow, like, this guy's messed up. Or did you, like, have to go in and, like, Google, like, hey, what actually happened? They give you the script before you say okay. Well, obviously, because they have to go through it. Mm-hmm. Well, so they have to say, all right, you're good for the part. Say you're reading the script, like they mail you the script at home. Mm-hmm. And, like, you realize, like, you have to murder these victims and you did this to these victims and you did X, Y, and Z. Yeah, I know. Do we, do we tell people what we have in store? We can. I thought we were doing a separate thing. But we can tell them. Uh-uh. Uh-uh, we're not doing a separate thing, or not uh we're not telling them? We are doing a separate thing, <laughs> but we gotta tell them when we're posting the separate thing. We're not gonna tell them what we're posting. They're not gonna hear about this till after it's posted. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're such a t- <laughs> I'm keeping idiot. this in there. You're an idiot. <laughs> so, I can't so we can tell them. We can. They're just gonna obviously see the post first. Before they hear us talk about it. Unless they don't follow us. We know who you are if you don't follow us. That is true. Follow our Instagram, guys. It's so easy. It's the same name on our... No spaces, nothing. Spine, chillin', no G, crime. All one word. Yep. Follow. But one thing I will share to leave you guys on, like, the side note of real movies. Um, I'm obviously going to talk about next. The Devil Made Me Do It. Mm-hmm. And if none of you saw the documentary on Netflix, you should watch it. Reason being is because there are certain parts that they actually show you the live videotape of poor David Glatzel. I don't even think I watched it. Oh, you should. Watch it after I talk about it. I will. Um, but it's it's quite upsetting, honestly. Like, the whole highs and lows that the family goes through. But I'm not, obviously not going to spoil everything because, like, you know, the documentary is out. The documentary goes over everything. So I'm just going to, like, give you guys, like, the short and sweet version. Slender Man. If you guys didn't listen to that case, go listen yeah, to it, please. Go listen. Go listen to all of them. Yeah, seriously. We also want to thank you guys for like staying tuned with us and listening. Um, I actually can't wait for one of the things that we mentioned last video. If you were listening, I don't even remember what during, we. Mentioned. Well, during Slenderman, we mentioned merch. Oh yes, we mentioned merch. Yes, I can't wait. Thank you for your support. Thank you for listening. Thank you for always staying tuned. Keeping your notifications on for Apple Podcasts and Spotify, whichever streaming site, Google Podcasts, YouTube Podcasts. When is that going on to affect? 
I gotta say, I don't remember. I still gotta upload to YouTube. Gotcha. But everybody stay tuned. Yes. And the way you'll know our story is posted, if you guys don't know how to work, like, to put on, like, the little, what is it? Honestly, I can tell you guys, the little bell next to, like, the follow will help you, like, stay on top of our stories being posted on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, the other streaming sites, not too certain of how to, um, but follow our Instagram, tell your friends, tell your grandparents. We post tell everything your aunt, on Instagram. Everything's That's on our Instagram. go-to. If yeah. you want to know something or something that's going to happen, it's on Instagram. It's on Instagram. Guys, on, sorry, I'm tired. It's on. On that <laughs> note, guys, I'm going to end the poltergeist story here. I'm sorry it was short and sweet and to the point, but I thought it was pretty cool that the 80s film was based on a 1958 phenomena here in Long Island, New York. That's crazy. But on that note, I'm going to say peace out, homies, and I hope you guys have a great morning, night, afternoon, whenever you listen to this video. Enjoy. Bye. Thank you for everything you guys do.